There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you serious? This is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. And I am producer Bill. Plenty of ways there to kill go. some time out there. Now you're killing some time with us. We've got a lot to get through on today's episode. But first things first, I want to let you know that if you head to howtokillanhour.com forward slash news, you can join our weekly newsletter, which we will be giving you the juiciest info in the world of killing time. So, so if there's a way to kill time and we don't talk about it on the show, odds are it's on the flipping newsletter. Do you know what I mean? Um... Few shouts out before we crack on with today's show. I want to say hello to the DJ Lioness. All right, she's uh, one of our stateside listeners. Uh, she said, "Real talk." She's listening to our highlights of 2018. A lot of people are still picking up on the, on the highlights of 2018, and and kind of when um, people quote back like bits of episodes to you, I've noticed a lot has come back from the 2018 episode, and and many of those those things that have come back to us uh, that we've spoken about in that episode have been pretty similar to, to what DJ Lioness said. She said, I went to a festival last year and I prayed to God that I wouldn't need to poo for five days because of the portal potties because they were next level. They're like the things you see in horror films. And let's just say, as soon as I drove away from said festival, I found the nearest Starbucks. Now, two things are very interesting about what DJ Lioness said, Billy. And one of them is, is that all festival toilets absolutely stink right but people don't realize that festival toilets don't just stink on day two and three like they stink all the way through because those festival toilets go on tour right so those festival toilets don't just do like one festival and get cleaned out you've got shit that's bouncing around from cream fields wireless maybe a glastonbury in there do you know what i mean so it's not the kind of they're not the kind of units that uh, you can never expect anything other than the stinkiest shit smell. Second thing is, is finding a Starbucks to have a shit in is also a great idea. But Billy, when you go for a shit, do you find that having a coffee beforehand helps to kind of get things going? Uh, I don't drink coffee. Really? So that question is null and void on me. You never drank coffee here. I think, have I seen you drink a tea once? Tea? Yeah, I drink tea. I drink tea. Sorry, but I don't drink coffee. What about tea before a shit? I don't. That's not. That doesn't really no. go through my head, to be honest. I think if I need to go to toilet, I go to toilet. I don't need to think. Mm-hmm. There's, there's I no need a coffee before this. There's no trigger that gives you no. like I've had this. I'm gonna go for a shit. Because for me, I'm like if I have a if I have a strong black coffee, <sighs> curtains, bruv. Unless I've just gone for a shit, then I'm not gonna shit again. But if I've not gone for a shit and I have a strong black coffee, that's like. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going out raving and I want to have a nice shower and I don't want to, like, have a shit after my shower because that ruins the shower, I have a nice strong coffee, have a shit, shower, shave, shank out. Boom. Job <laughs> Makes done. Sense. Uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for that. Also, hello to Finnegan, Antonia, Bereska, Jesse Torres, John Mills, Richie Driss. <laughs> uh, shout out to actually Richie and, and Mr. Midas and a bunch of people that helped us hit a benchmark on our YouTube, youtube.com forward slash how to kill an hour. Uh, John Bentley 90, who was on last week's episode. Check that out. The Art of Podcast and Mr. Hooley, who enjoyed our Ford video, which is a great segue into our Ford Edge ice driving experience. Now, Billy, from somebody who didn't manage to come over to Sweden, to Stockholm, where it was minus fucking, fucking, mate, it was fucking cold, mate, fucking cold. How did the, the Ford Edge video look to you? I mean, what, what, what's, your, what's your impression it to take on it? bloody good. It's blooming good, isn't it? It looked like a lot of fun, to be honest, skidding around, drifting on those on those icy roads there. It was great fun. I mean, Ford were like, we've got this SUV called the Ford Edge. It's new. It's improved. 
and it's a vehicle that can handle terrain that isn't your everyday terrain right so they were like would you like to come to sweden and drive this car and i was like sure it'll be kind of cold <laughs> you know stockholm looks kind of chilly uh, and then when we uh, looked at the itinerary i realized that we weren't going to uh, stockholm we actually were going to ore ore orea orea i think that's how you say it basically it's spelled a-r-e and it's got the weird circle over the e or over the a weird circle over the a let me check that there we go on show googling yes over the a it's got like this little circle over it um but we went there so we flew to stockholm chilled for a few hours uh and then flew to ore ora uh and then we got to get our hands on the ford edge and i've my first experience of a ford edge actually billy is uh in la i got my suv when i went over to, to la like a hire car uh, and they get like I don't know what your experience is with higher cars, but basically you pick a tier, right? So I picked the tier of SUV because I was like in LA, and I figured I just want to be high up. I want to look around. You know, I'm driving on the other side of the road. If I take a wonky left or a right, I want people to see what's going on. Do you know what I mean? I want people to see me and beep at me. I don't want to be in a smart car and just get squished under an 18 wheeler in LA. And they were like, "Hey, man, like you know, you can get this, this, or you can get this Ford Edge." I looked at this Ford Edge and I was like, all right, cool, jumped in it. And I was like, this is sick. Like, why isn't Ford, you know, why isn't uh, a vehicle like this like in the UK? At the time, I don't think, I didn't, I wasn't aware of the Edge being available in the UK. Like, it wasn't really something that was hyped about. So when I heard about this Edge kind of getting a revamp, I was really happy to kind of hear that we're going to be getting introduced to this in Europe. Because even though I'm a city boy, I'm a big boy as well, Billy. And I like to be in a big car because basically i fit in it do you know what i mean so that's that's like the first thing about the 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 s the the the, the ford edge st line but what about you have you been in a ford or two or an suv uh i've been in a f- in an suv yeah i've been in the ford's version of suv they are pretty big and then when you come back over to the uk you get into a normal size car quote unquote it is uh it does feel like you're low to the ground compared to what you've been used to driving in. oh it's mad it's it's mad when you when you get into like a I don't know, like a, a coupe or something. You don't realise how much a car makes you lie down, but when you get in, in, an, in an SUV, you're actually sitting up. It's really nice. You kind of can see stuff. Uh, anyway, so uh, Ford took us out to Orea in Sweden, and we got to drive this new Ford Edge, which is cool for us at How to Kill an Hour because it's got a lot of tech in it. And, and we are, in essence, a tech podcast. Like, obviously, we're less megapixels. We're more like, you know, is it good with your mates? Um, and... When Ford were like, look, this is a tech-packed SUV, I was like, all right, cool. And, and it got me thinking, Billy, like, more and more tech is moving into the car space. So do you think we're going to be doing more car stuff moving forward? Uh, definitely, because, of course, you've got the Teslas, you've got the BMWs that are, like, electrical or hybrid or whatever. Yeah. Tech is going to be seeping into our modes of transport at one point or another. It's going to be saturating. Definitely, definitely. What other moisture kind of word can we use? It's going to be dripping. <laughs> to be flowing flowing into our yeah waves of tech the one thing that I thought was quite cool when you said I want to go for a coffee it showed you a coffee yes however yes however yes the old uh, promoting responsible driving and all that you asked it to go for a beer <laughs> right okay cool and it, and it, it showed you <laughs> to the nearest bar Look, come on let's put this in context right basically the car has loads of tech in it i'll get to some other bits but one of them is the sync 3 system and um, what they've done is they've made it's you know alexa you know siri you know google home they've got their own version of, of smart in-car assistance so you can say to it like i need food or i need a coffee or i need a beer and it will direct you to somewhere that you can go it just so happened that in the area of sweden is really remote so beer and coffee were actually the same place but billy it doesn't mean i was necessarily drinking i might have passengers that want a beer all right mate and i don't know about the drinking laws in that country but maybe one bottle of beer is legal all right so no need to chastise me billy because billy's very sensible i have you know if he's driving anywhere that night you just will abstain from beer won't you of course definitely don't even want to risk that what about an unalcoholic yeah that's fine but then again it might like it might kind of like ninja it way and think oh no you've been drinking I can smell it on you what what what, like coppers might do that no when you blow into the machine no that's not how it works it picks up your alcohol alcoholic content in your in your your mouth yeah yeah it doesn't pick up the smell of beer otherwise geez gosh you might have bad breath that just sets off anyway so the Ford has the sync 3 system god knows what happened to sync 1 and sync 2 uh and that is for me 
very practical when you're driving you want to be focusing on the road you want to be focusing on what you need to do uh with regards to keeping your car on the road especially when you're in the icy you know environment that is sweden so having something like that i think is great i think everything that's smart at the moment in terms of smart assistance can improve until we're at the level where you can talk to it like the way tony stark talks to jarvis i don't think i'm ever going to be 100 percent happy Right, and that's no assistant does that at the moment. But we're getting there, though. I'm, I want a coffee. Is probably the most casually casual way I've spoken to any smart system ever. Usually, it's like, show me where coffee is, or show me the closest calf. Like that's not how I'd speak to a mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's quite cool. Uh, other tech that it's got in it as well. Uh, it's got its uh, Ford Pass Connect, which allows everyone to stay in the car and connect to the Wi-Fi in the car, which is pretty cool. Uh, in-car Wi-Fi is a big thing. I believe you had a courtesy car with in-car Wi-Fi when you had that little crash, didn't you, a while back? Oh, yeah, that was a few years ago. No, yeah. I didn't really understand what it was all about. I didn't use it at all. Now you do. Rinse that. Uh, it's also got pre-collision assist as well and lane centering. Now, this is a really cool thing that we've actually... We're going to be looking at cars quite a bit this month. But something's going to come up. And this is kind of this new, almost automatic self-driving vehicle. So while, while we're still trying to work out the legals of self-driving vehicles, like having all vehicles self-driving, there's this really nice feature where uh, companies like Ford have created uh, an assistant which kind of keeps you on the center of a lane so it stops you from drifting off lanes and can also deal with its adaptive cruise control as well so for example if you're going on an a road or a motorway and it goes from 70 miles an hour to 50 the car will slow down to 50 uh for you so you don't have to do anything so cruise control will get keep you in the middle of the lane and at the right speed so that's pretty cool struggled a bit in sweden though bill can you guess why snow snowy roads mate so it couldn't really see the road but these things i don't know what they're going to need do to kind of deal with that but that was very extreme uh that, that's probably my only gripe about the car really which to be fair it's kind of like get me it's not the worst thing what you can't see snow's like this like impossible to see lines that are white in it on, yeah if i can't do it i can't expect a car to do it uh the st line also came with a bang and all of sound systems like a thousand watts of power each of the speakers are tuned specifically to the part of the car they're in which basically makes for sick sound nice when it's loud now some nice when it's quiet as well um and that's the car really enjoyed it man uh the st line had a nice kick to it uh the innards were really good as well obviously if you want to get it topped up get the full levers uh it does look sexy it's out in january 2019 so you should be seeing it on the roads right now and also billy i just want to say uh, in sweden i also ate reindeer bruv twice what was it like was it good was it barbecue reindeer was it just sort of off the cooker reindeer was it microwave reindeer was it topped with barbecue sauce was it with uh, peri peri sauce was it skinned was it grilled was it fried tell me all about it thing with reindeer right they told us in Sweden is that it's clean like it's fresh when it comes off the mountain so you can kind of treat it like beef like you can have it rare medium or well done and we had this thing called it was a fondue right a reindeer fondue but instead of cheese you we had like this pot you know fondue right you got like a pot of melting cheese in the middle of the table and you get little bits of thing and put it on a stick and dip it in and get cheese right and cheese, yeah cheesy whatever cool. nom, 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 nom. uh this was reindeer so you had like a gravy kind of like really like thick gravy full of flavor and then you has had sl- like slices of raw reindeer fresh off the mountain and um we stuck our skewers in and you put it in the like the heated pot for like I don't know I did it for like three minutes and you got like a like kind of medium rare bit of reindeer fucking delicious but bearing in mind though when we shot this it was just before Christmas so I couldn't really like come home and scream that I've eaten reindeer at that time of year but yeah you've eaten Rudolph I would eat Rudolph all day long bruv I would Is eat that some Ru- I would eat yeah it was that good and I ate moose as well we had moose burger pretty cool as well You're making me hungry mate <laughs> making me hungry are you alright would you eat stuff like that yeah as long as it's not like Anything too out there? Then What's too right. out there? What counts as too out there? The scorpion. <laughs> Where did that come from? Scorpion. People eat scorpions. But like, have you been offered scorpion before? No. Or, Sorry, I don't know, monkey brains or pig brains or or anything that's not really... Really? 
You, like, would you, you wouldn't like try a little bit of scorpion, like a little bit of leg or something like that? I'll try it. Yeah? Yeah, man. A bit crunchy. I presume it'd be crunchy. I mean, I don't think I'd be like, oh, bruh. You wouldn't come home from work after a long day and be like, God, oh, love a bit of scorpion. But if you were in the environment, you'd try a bit though, right? But you, you, you can buy, um, you can buy grasshoppers, can't you? Is it grasshoppers or is it something like you can, you can buy them and munch on them? Yeah, yeah. They're quite common grasshoppers, but. I'm not really. I'm not really feeling that. So that doesn't sound very fulfilling. There's actually. Um, I was actually asked to eat some some uh, crickets the other day for like a like a dare. Someone was doing a YouTube video. Actually, uh, shout out to Pan and Ice. Actually, they they're an ice cream company. Um, and this video is never going to make air because they're told they're allowed. They weren't allowed to put it out. But I think that I don't know the powers that be. But they they basically these guys chop up cream and fruits and make them into these sexy ass like ice creams on this big they basically cut it up on this big slab of ice pretty much actually we went to an event didn't we and we had them yeah we had some there yeah, yeah. Um, it was good yeah and they, they made one with uh, cricket in it for a laugh to see if anyone and you had it. It. yeah man I just thought fuck it it's edible in it what's the worst that can happen I'm not dead am I uh, so yeah I've tried that wasn't that nice Morning. Even with a bit of ice cream flavouring, it wasn't that good. Nah, man. Nah, it tasted like somebody took a really nice ice cream and ruined it. Anyway, before we move on from this Ford, comes in three different models. The models the Titanium, the ST-Line, and the Vignale, I think. The Vignale. So uh, I was saying it wrong on holiday. And if you want to see the full video for it, uh, please go to howtokillanhour.com. It's on the homepage, Ford Edge Ice Driving. Great car, great experience, beautiful visuals as well, right? Woo. Too Woo. good. I think it's beautiful. And I don't want to brag, but we've got some uh, pretty nice, pretty nice visuals on the way as well. Yeah, me. The more car stuff as well, perhaps. Yeah, me. Uh, what else is happening in the world? Um, another way I've been killing time. Oh, by the way, this this first part of the show is to be talking about how we've been killing a bit of time. Is the Anthem Open Demo. Now, the Anthem's going to come out on the 22nd of February. Right now, as we record this, it is not the 22nd of February, but we got our, our hands on the open beta gameplay. Now, there was a closed access gameplay for Anthem. This game, which is, is, is coming out, it's by EA. And a lot of people were pissed off because they crashed the servers because so many people were trying to get on board for this game. Did you hear about this, Bill? I heard about it. But it was, you yeah. always get these sorts of things happen when there's a lot of interest. Like FIFA always happens. Yeah. Uh, another one is Call of Duty. First day is always a exactly. little bit trip. You trip up every now and then. Yeah, but you know what? I got on, bruv. I got on. Uh, but we didn't record it because it, it was all right. It was a bit ropey, but uh, just because everyone was trying to connect, and it just wasn't, it just was too too sticky. It wasn't worth recording. But when the open beta came around, managed to get a bit more playtime on it. And Anthem is a game, I've, I'll be honest, I haven't tried to learn too much about the story because basically all I wanted to do is get in these javelins, aka Iron Man shoots, suits, fly around, shoot things up. Right, and what I was glad about the uh, open beta is that they get you in at level ten, so you actually have a few powers. And we managed to to ride around the world of of Anthem, <laughs> Anthem's in, and uh, kill a few enemies and fly around in these Iron Man type suits, which there are different classes of. So you have got like a bruiser version, you've got like a regular like army version, you've got a speedy version, you've also got this like elemental version, which is like if you cross Storm from X Men with Iron Man so you've got like a javelin which you can fly around in and like command bolts of thunder to fuck people up with as well it sounds interesting I'm not gonna lie it's sick so like here's what's cool about it right is it's a and this is me this is something that's a bit of me it's a very very co-op heavy game like I feel like the story mode if there is a big one for single player, we didn't get it on the open beta. That's that's something that could be cool, but for me, it was fun. And on the video we've got actually on howtokillanhour.com, I'm playing with my mate Luke. Having a chat and roaming around this world and, and shooting up stuff, that's what it was all about for me. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm all about the co-op type of games. I mean, story-wise games, I always tend to play them co-op if there's if there's a co-op if there's a yeah. co-op option available get my teeth in yeah then i'll always head for the co-op version rather than the single player version because it just always is just a lot more fun playing with friends and then they might see things that you miss or you might see things that they miss yeah, and it's just fun in it like oh look over, like how are we gonna do this like if, if you get stuck on a puzzle by yourself it's really what are you gonna do if you get stuck on a puzzle you've got to go online in it or google it yeah you'll google it in it if you were to mate with mates, you'd be like, oh, let's try this, let's try that. Um, Eventually you'll get through it. But if you're doing it by yourself, you can get a little bit. Yeah. Unless it's Red Dead, because then that's a, that's, I'm still playing that single player mode. I'm getting through it, is I'm enjoying it. But I would prefer to do it uh, on a co op. 
quick digression when you when you finish certain little missions and you pick up guns and stuff save that shit immediately right because i picked up a legendary weapon fucked around got killed and the yeah. game glitched and i can't get the legendary weapon back again uh-huh. and i was googling it you can't i can't i can't 100 percent the game i couldn't 100 percent the game because of that that's unfortunate oh, whatever man but anyway but I, I had it anyway but i won't get into that but anyway back to anthem it's cool bill it's um everyone has their own specials in their suits uh and i will say though i noticed the bosses though are real bullet hungry like you can be firing or like the big the, the big enemies sponges yeah bruv bullets sponges like, like we were letting off shots but i think this might be to encourage more multiplayer action because it was me and one other mate and we were kind of doing all right uh, regular level but when we had like a team of four of us I felt like it was much more manageable so maybe that's cool uh, but it looks visually nice flying around in the javelins is cool want a tip from me though fly close to the water if you've got a javelin that burns out quick because you only get a little bit of flying time right uh, before your engines heat up but if you fly I noticed that when I landed in water my engines were cooling down straight away if you fly just over the top of water your engines stay cool got you bruv Got you. Tips from there an article now. Go. Uh, uh, another A. Uh, can I ask you how you've been ki- uh, killing some time with your killer bit? What have you been doing recently, Bill? Anything? I don't know. What have I been doing? <laughs> I don't know. What have you been doing, Billy? I've only been playing. Uh, it's a bit late. A bit late on the uptake. I've only been playing Red Dead single player. How are you finding it? It's good. I tend to take like the bad side than the good side. Like if there's someone saying. Do you want to save him or do you want to kill him? Uh, just ask him a few questions, get what I need, and then... Really? Bang, he's gone. So when you're in a, a situation where, like, you know you're in a fist fight sometimes and you can just knock him out, yeah? Yeah. Or you can press triangle on a PlayStation or whatever it is on your Xbox, and you can hold him by the neck and choke him out until they die, you'll go for the choke out? The choke out, or I'll just let go and then I'll shoot him in the head. Really? Or you'll beat a man's... Will you beat a man's face in until it's like inside yeah, out? Yeah, because I'll, I'll do that and then I'll, th- I'll, I'll consider doing it again but doing the opposite mm. and see if it changes the ending because apparently there's a couple of endings. There's two different endings. Yeah, I'm str- I'm kind of straying in the kind of slightly nicer. I'm slightly respectable. I'm, I'm basically playing it like this, Bill. So like, I'm cool. I'll ride past you. Hey, how's it going? But um, if I ride through an area and I see a guy hanging on a tr- like by a tree or a guy hanging up like by his neck, uh, by a noose or something... I can tell that things are a little bit fishy and I can tell that this might be a little bit of an ambush. I will take out the big strap and wait for the ambush and start licking off heads because <laughs> I'm not, you're not fucking with my character. But um, if somebody like accidentally bumps into me, I'm like, hey, no problem, man. Like, like if someone fucks with me though, bruv, That's heads it. are coming off. Bang, bang. Heads are coming off. Or you could hogtie him and then put him on the back of your... Uh... I hogtied somebody and just rode my horse. Like, until, until they fell off yeah no 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 I hogtied them and then no no I just hogtied them and then I lassoed them and carried on riding I said dragging them along the floor yeah man of course don't last very long when you do that yeah it doesn't yeah it doesn't That's sound a, very uh, like yeah. an exciting ride there oh well yeah uh, anyway Alita Battle Angel is out now we should have spoken about this because we actually got an exclusive little viewing of this just before it came out uh, have you heard much about this in between film from James Cameron, who is an exec producer of it, but hasn't been as hands-on with this film. This is the kind of in-between Avatar 1 and 2 film that comes from James Cameron. What have you heard about it? Because you're speaking about your mate. You said you were... Yeah. Just before you pressed record, you were about to tell me about it, and I asked you to save it for the show. Yeah. He thought it was like a mediocre film. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't enjoy it. Tell your friend he's Personally. a dickhead, yeah? What? Tell your friend he is a dickhead. Why did he say that? He just, he just, he just didn't like it. I don't know. He, he didn't really give any specifics. He just didn't, just didn't find it that interesting. Pers- well, him personally, I haven't seen it myself. Seriously? Yeah, man. Serious? Like, so is is he not into kind of sci-fi films or or anime? He's into a bit of both. So he's into anime and he's into a bit of sci-fi. And he doesn't like this. Doesn't like it, no. <sighs> Alright, so Elite Battle Angel is a story about I'll just put this to the listener first. Story about a gentleman who fixes androids and he comes or stumbles across uh, a, a head and a little bit of body basically and, and rebuilds this 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 head and little bit of body into uh 
a, a humanoid full, a full humanoid right uh, and or a full android and and calls her Alita I won't say more than that because it fucks up the story um, and it goes from there so there's an anime called Gunnam, I think it is, uh, which came out with the original story, and that's like 20 years ago. And and I think James Cameron had a real big challenge when it came to this, and the team, and and it's uh, Robert Rodriguez, the guy behind Sin City, um, had a real like big, big, uh, uh, a big um, franchise to kind of do, do justice and also take it over to the Western world. And I thought I think they've done really well with it story wise. Elite is a kick ass fuck. She's a fucking battle angel and a half. Some of the kills in it, bruv. It reminds me. I saw a little bit of the trailer. It reminds me of um, uh, oh, what's it called? Ghost in the Shell. I really enjoyed that that movie. The live action movie or the original? The original, the anime cartoon one. So if you like the original Elite Battle Angel. Uh, Gunnam, you will love this because the detail, like the deep, like I'm at the screening. Actually, before the screening, I went to see some some scenes that were ready. This was like early last year, uh, sorry, end of last year. And apparently, James Cameron is like, if it's not real, if it can't happen in real life, or if it's not feasible enough, he doesn't put it in the film. So all the mechs and the movement that you see, he has actual people working in design to make sure that, right, cool, if I've got a chainsaw arm and the chainsaw, I don't know, flings off into the distance connected to a chain, how would that actually work? Like, how would a project, how would a chainsaw on a projectile on the end of my arm, how would that actually work in the real world? Like, that's how serious he's about stuff. So, like... Um, and this goes back to Avatar as well. I actually bumped into one of the guys that worked uh, that works for the, the the CGI companies and 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 everything behind uh, Avatar. And he was saying that James Cameron put actual budget into people creating uh, actual documents that could describe how a world could organically like survive like this how this would work in a real life scenario before he built the fucking planet that so Avatar deep was dived into deeper than deeper than deep his fictional world yeah deeper than deep so yeah if, you, if, you're, if you're a fan of James Cameron films and you like the high end visuals it's great Alita's face looks amazing by the way we saw on an IMAX like you can see like pores scars you know like the, the imperfections that make faces look real um, and they, they kind of integrate the high-end crazy graphics with kind of like real human interaction which is pretty cool as well it's got a lovely story as well do you know what I mean it's got a bit of love it bit of a love story in there bit of heartbreak in there some fucking kick-assery as well it's got a classic anime uh, knife move as well which which people will enjoy I, man I, I love it I give that top marks man I give that top marks I can't believe your friend said it is it Danny no it wasn't Danny okay, it was yeah, not Danny I was going to say man because I like Danny that would have made me really not like daddy anymore man uh, but yeah that's Elite Battle Angel that's how I've been killing a bit of time Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Uh, Funk Butcher and I also went and saw um, The Reign of Supermen. Should we try and live FaceTime him at the moment? It's his son's birthday yesterday, so he's a little bit knackered now. Should Let's we see if we can get him on the show? Let's see if we can get Funk on the show. Do, 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 do. Funk Butch. 
Let's the butch of funk. The butch of the funk. Uh, let's get him on here, man. There he is. See if he answers. Is he going to answer? Because he came with me and he saw this actually, Rain and Superman. Uh, we went over to Warner Brothers uh, and actually went to their screening room, checked it out. Um, two parts. So. I want to see if he answers. Right? I think he's going to air you, man. He is, isn't he? No, he said he was busy today. Would it be nice to talk to him still? Maybe not. Is he? No. No, oh, no. hello. He's unavailable. No, he didn't. No. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we watched it in two parts. Uh, so, the reign of the Superman finds Earth citizens and the Man of Steel's heroic contemporaries dealing with a world without Superman. So, it's another film where Superman dies. Or does he? Dies, quote unquote. Yeah. Is he dead? Is he alive? Is he hiding? Is he going to come out of hiding and then, oh, look, I'm alive? Yeah. And start saving <laughs> the world. Uh, basically, this is comic book 101. So, um, comic book uh, animation adaption 101, basically. Beautiful story. Looks good. Very comic y, very adult as well. Um, I do like the fact that we get to see more than one Superman as well because it's Reign of Supermen. So it's kind of based in a world where there are Superman... No, they're not Superman. So it's a bit like power levels, but they're, they're higher levels of power you see in this film. So it's a bit like that most that, that recent Spider-Man film where there's loads of different Spider-Men in different um, parallel in universes. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Is it similar to that? Basically, there's a... There's another Spider-Man, uh, there's another Superman, right? Like an actual other Superman in it. And then there's uh, some other people that, are they? You think, are they Superman or not? So it's very interesting. Um, I, I want to I tell you more about it, but if you just basically... Gives away too much. Yeah, if you're a fan of like real Superman and uh, animations and you want to watch a nice, I think they're both like an hour and a bit, hour and 15 a nice chunk of quality content I think Reign of Superman's for you man I enjoyed it Funk liked it he was a bit more of an authority in that DC world uh, he he did say though he, uh, I reckon he'll let me quote him on this he actually said that he thought that um, he thought that that DC was doing better in the animation animation world than they are doing in the live action side of things so yeah. live action we, well yeah, we'll see about the next film for DC with their live action stuff exactly uh, anyway Bill uh, what's going on in the world of tech <laughs> he's just seen what I'm about to talk about uh, so basically everything did you know that the UK is trying to block online porn Bill I knew about that I bet you did hey <laughs> why were you so aware of this Billy I'm so aware of it. What? It's all over my Twitter feed. Yeah, why People is it all, over, all over some memes? It's all over your Twitter feed, yeah, Bill. All over the Twitter. Then <laughs> should I say rather than the Twitter? Hey, it sounds really off there, doesn't it? The Twitter. It's on the Twitter. Yeah, uh, so it's on your Twitter feed basically at the moment. So you're you've got that at the moment. When it was <laughs> last year, this is like I feel like this kicked off a few years ago. Actually, should we go, actually should we go back to the start of it? I think 2015, the government. Which tried to impose, yeah, man, it was that long ago. They start trying to uh, uh, impose restrictions on access to porn. Um, now, all of the legal measures needed to do so have have been passed, uh, and it's only a matter of time until the changes start to happen across the web. That's what we were told in like 2015. Like, porn's going to be banned soon. You better start saving all of your favorite porn and keeping it on a hard drive at home, right? Uh, now. In 2017, there were changes introduced to the Digital Economy Act, which states commercial providers of porn should have age checks on their website to stop children from seeing explicit images and videos, which I'm cool with. You Porn is not for five-year-olds, right? I'm down for that, right? That makes sense, right? Um, but this means every user on a por pornographic website will have to prove they're 18. So that means if you wanted to go on, I don't know, what would Billy like? <laughs> what would I like? <laughs> what would Billy like? If you want to go on, uh, I don't know, Filthy Mates filthymates.com yeah you'd have to how would I need to how would I need to prove my age then Maccus some form of ID I reckon probably a PayPal transaction isn't it that would be a good way because PayPal knows your age don't they say I was 16 yeah surely I couldn't just get some sort of fake ID and send it across well online is it's hard or, or you could just take someone else's login details like Netflix 
Like, how many people do you know that just use someone else's Netflix password? Do you know what I mean? So they could use I someone else's ID. I keep my Netflix ID. password nice and tight. No one's using that, mate. Are you not sharing your Netflix? No, no, no. Have you only got an account for one person, though? I've got different users. So other people, have, you've got other users in your family that you let use it? Yeah. All right, cool, all right, cool. I don't like go sharing that out. Yeah, watch this. So if I said, can I use your Netflix password, I'll what black. would you say? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so 2018, right? The government plans to introduce age verification in April, right? Uh, loads of technical challenges, though, across thousands of websites weren't practical, so the scheme was delayed. Now, it's expected that age checks will start to appear online in April this year. However, this has yet to be confirmed. This is everything that we know about the porn situation now. So, the new laws mean that porn will only be viewable in the UK if you have pr- if you're proven over 18. Now, what counts as porn... And the websites that will have to put up blocks has proven tricky. Now, Instagram models. There we go. Is that porn? Like, because you because there's no nipple allowed on Instagram, but I'm sure enough see enough arse on there to do. You the could job. say that's some soft core. That's some well, some of that's very soft. That you know, or some of that core's looking hard. This is getting my whole might get my core hard. You know what I mean? But some stuff that I see on Insta is so like bordering on that. Bruv, come on. Like, because there's a bit of tape on your nipples, I'm supposed to believe that that's, you know, like, I ain't got an imagination. I can't it's imagine art, nipples. Mate. It's art, yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but the big places, though, what about the free porn places? Like this web, uh, website says that I'm reading this off, because I don't know these off the top of my head. RedTube, Pornhub, and Hamster. You know, your websites that you go to, Bill. How are they going to make sure that these comply when you go on them? <laughs> I think they'll just think, I think they'll just think, fuck it. Not literally. They're just thinking, fuck it, not bother. But if they legally have to, like... But why pay- if, PayPal, if, PayPal if, would be a good way, actually. If they're American-based, if the website's American-based, yeah. why would they have to follow UK law? I mean, uh, there's probably just going to be a website that turns up that's in the middle of fucking nowhere where there's no internet laws, and they'll just they'll just host it, innit? It'll be like... Someone will find a way. Pornhamster.fp or something, do you know what I mean? And we'll just be watching it. Uh, you'll just be watching it porn hamster uh, fucking hell porn hamster <laughs> there's no link to it on this article unfortunately uh, so yeah good point that you made what about social media right there's Instagram there's obviously stuff on Reddit there's also t- Twitter as well Twitter's got proper porn stars on Twitter like fully like it's not there's nothing hidden bruv um, and they also link onto their little personal you know click here to pay for stuff which is long why would you pay can I just have a word of you, know you so pay much for porn this. come on man you see premiums and all that shit come on can I just say to you why would you pay £20 to get some free like to get free to get some extra footage when you can just use this free resource that is the internet like X hamster <laughs> sick name why, I mean does that make sense to you Bill paying a premium when you can get it for free no why, have, why, have you ever have I ever paid yeah. no, no. <laughs> no no one pays um, so do you think this porn block is actually going to work Billy someone will find a way around it I think you trying to restrict the internet like this is ridiculous because since like me and you the internet came around when we was in our teens now kids growing up with the internet and computers they know how to hack things they know ways around things they know because they Built up, they've uh, grown up with it, whereas we had to learn. But like we was talking to my mate, was talking about um, these kids with social media managers' jobs. Whereas we had to learn how to use it. Me and you, we saw Twitter when it was, oh, I'm eating toast or mm. I'm having seal. And then these other kids know how to use it because they've had people, they've just grown up with it and use it different to than how we would. Yeah. Quick digression, Billy. Go on. Twitter used when it first launched was a podcast company, you know. I didn't know that. No, no I didn't. No, I did not know that. No, draw that bomb on you. Uh, anyway, yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Uh, yeah. So, so kids with social. Like, so you're saying kids are just more internet savvy now. They're yeah? more savvy. Yeah, they would know. They would know what to do. I think it's kind of like if they were to make. It's if you make something illegal, the black market just becomes more valuable. So if they make porn illegal, it's just going to add more value. The premium sales are going to go up. <laughs> the paywalls for sites. They're just gonna. There's gonna be money out of it, and then the government's gonna want to pay. Have that regulation paid for? Because they're gonna try and offer a government body, aren't they? So they're it may go that. back to fiscal, eh? They yeah. might be going on the old uh, top shelf thing. Top shelf. T- oh, what top shelfing? Yeah. <laughs> I had a boy from U. Oh, this is funny. So my mate from uni was one of those people that got drunk 
and really like when he drank a lot it exposed a part a, like a dark different side of him that we didn't realise exist but he only ever realised it the next day so he had no recollection of some of his weird dark behaviour right or should we just say different dark's a strong word but um I'm expecting something crazy right now not too crazy but he 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 didn't live with his girlfriend at uni but she stayed over a lot right and he remembers having a few drinks and making his way home after the club but he blacked out between getting home and get uh, leaving the club and getting home getting to bed so he like remembers half the journey he remembers going into a shop the next day his girlfriend wasn't very happy because not only did he come in loud drunk forgot that she was staying over at his that night and like fell all over and like jumped on the bed and was noisy snoring she woke up the next day and found a packet of crisps a drink and like a 40 up magazine now a 40 up magazine is it might have been 50 up a 50 up magazine or a 40 up magazine is a magazine where the models in it are only of the age 40 and upwards so he is he, <laughs> he his fetish was when he was like 15 pints in was like grandmothers like old mothers mums saggy boobs like we the ma- we saw the magazine went over to his house and we had, <laughs> had to inspect that magazine and we were like wow when you've had a few drinks you are really on the older thing I'm assuming which is cool I'm assuming she told everyone rather than he telling everyone he he had to tell us because if he didn't tell us as the the stupid little kids we were we, you know we would have found out and ripped him so if he told us I kind of took a little bit of power of it. but for a long time we were like I, you know what it could have been let me google he it just never, he could have just never it, told you was it 50 up it's fine it's Fifty up or sixty up? Um, this is some. This is this is some googling there. My, See, if, this know, was, my, if this is six months, la- if this is oh six months God. late, you might put your credit card details in. Yeah, it was sixty up. Best of sixty up magazine. I've just found on Google paperback twenty fifteen. I'm just going to show Billy's. Oh dear! <laughs> super- is this Amazon? <laughs> it's fucking Amazon. Amazon. Oh dear! <laughs> hey, listen. Now your shopping history is going to be like recommendations based on your browsing history. <laughs> oh yeah, look. Every you know what. That'll be me in a few years' time, enjoying uh, being a 60 and up, enjoying some 60 and up business. But yeah, very interesting. Fetish from... I almost said his name. Uh, So this... uh, (laughs) Porn... So this porn thing, you think it's not going to happen, really? Someone, like I said, these internet kids, quote-unquote, will find a way to... um They'll find a way around it. Yeah, they will do. They will do. Right, Billy. So uh, this next thing, you can kind of take lead on. uh, Fortnite Marshmallow Monster Concert. I saw about it. I saw it, but I didn't, I didn't uh, participate in this concert. I knew about it after the fact. Can you explain why Marshmallow may have broken a world record for most attended concert ever? Because for 10 minutes, if I'm getting this correct, for 10 minutes they stopped the actual regular games of Fortnite and everyone was in the same game, but in different games, if that makes sense. Yeah. They won't have 10 million people in one server every day, they'll just crash it. And basically Marshmallow done a live concert uh, in the game Fortnite so you went on to Fortnite and you couldn't fight you, just you could you could dance and listen to Marshmallow for 10 minutes when you say dance was it like jumping up and down basically just some the emotes that you can get while playing this game just different things to do oh so everyone was doing like the different skanks and stuff yeah yeah and he did a concert so could this be the future of Raven then would would you call this a night out because because you know no <laughs> It's quite cool, <laughs> but it's not. It's not something that you would. It's not. It's not. It's not going to replace a concert. There's no atmosphere there. There's no good music speakers. You might have speakers, speakers in your house. In the background. Go on. But it's not that. It's. Uh, it's good. It's. It's. Uh, I call it a gimmick more than anything. Shout out to Fortnite though for. Um, it is fun. I will admit, but. Yeah, I mean, shout out to them for actually having a nice creative way of adding a flavour to the game because I think a lot of these things can get s- sterile like, like and 
pretty like stale sterile, should I say, I say yeah, yeah a lot of these things can get stale after playing them for a while but they're managing to inject little bits of fun into it so you know they had the whole Thanos thing when Avengers came out they've got the Marshmallow concert they're really doing a good job at kind of keeping themselves relevant I feel like keeping themselves at the forefront of, of gaming news by doing little things like that well every 12 months every 12 months every 12 weeks they change things up so mm. it is interesting to see what they're doing next and this Maybe like you got VR concerts and that, but like we've covered on the show before. But yeah. I can't see it cover, uh, changing a real experience like Glastonbury. It just it would never recreate it. There's nothing like being there, is there? Nothing like actually being there. But it does work out for Marshmallow because he does like to keep himself anonymous. Um, even though if Mark you're doing Ronson, a, yeah, if you're doing, it's not Mark Ronson. It's oh, not it's, Mark it's, Ronson. Yes, it is Mark. I think it's no, Mark. It's Ronson. not Mark Ronson. It's some other geezer. Like it was on the so- it was on the Sony. You can find if you dig deep enough. It's some other geezer that they. Uh, his name was like down as a contributor for like all, or his name popped up on a on a library music library for a label at the same time as Marshmallows did. Like and like the the code. Say your code was five four three eight two one. His was five four three eight two two. Like right after marshmallows, and is like they popped up at the same time that somebody did some sick research like that. It's not Mark Ronson. Oh, How funny. can that be Mark Ronson? Really? Is that a thing? Mark Ronson marshmallow. First, no first one here. Mallrat has gone into investigating mode, calling out Mark Ronson for his true identity as EDM producer Marshmallow. Nah, he's not. He's not. He's not. Man, it's like it's. I'm not going to hot him up on the podcast, but there's a uh, there's loads of people. There's loads. Of, it's it's another DJ man Chris, uh, fuck it Chris Comstock that's what everyone says it is basically it was Chris Chris you, Comstock uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, will you ever find a time I don't think you'll ever find out unless he unless he reveals himself at some point and somebody else called him Chris Chris as well what while there was yeah oh, and, the, festival. and there's also a picture of Skrillex holding up his phone with Comstock's name saved as Chris Marshmallow Oh, so he, he got leaked. His phone got leaked. His like the the screen of his screenshot, phone screenshot. Yeah, because Skrillex is a well, a bit of a dumbass for that, isn't it? Really, but it's no biggie, man. He's still a he's still a geezer. He can st- basically now that he has the mask, he can still send other people uh, to do uh, shows for him, and no one else is going to know that it's not him. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. Anyway, future stuff like that, Bill. Not too exciting for you. You don't think it's really going to take off? It's exciting, but I can't see it taking off okay. anytime soon. It would, it's a good. 10 minute thing but I can't see people having the patience to sit in an hour long okay. uh, concert during a Fortnite game people what, just want to play what about live VR porn then if we combine did you just say live live VR porn no I think that has got legs uh, <laughs> got legs I bet it has I think it's definitely got legs right so Bill I'm listening apparently we've had a hundred years of Hollywood remaking films Right. Yes, I'm listening. So we're kind of reaching an area over the last hundred years of movie remakes. We've had 1,438 films that have been remakes, right? Over the last hundred years. Are we slowly running out of ideas? Um, no. Are we, are, are Hollywood not having enough balls to do an original film yes okay I think there is plenty of original films out there but Hollywood don't want to lose money so they're kind of lean they're kind of apprehensive should I say to go ahead and do some more of the more original movies and tend to veer towards remakes yeah because I'm not sorry as me drop my phone because I'm not that turned on with the idea of like a Dumbo remake I've got to be honest, I'm not that excited about the Lion King remake either because... I'm more original, excited about the, Aladdin, the um, Lion King one than the Aladdin one. I'm not excited about that either because I love the original so much. It's kind of like, the only way I can relate to it is is on Britain's Got Talent when they have like Michael Jackson episode where everyone tries to sing Michael Jackson songs. You, why? You can't, you can't outdo the original. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Jungle Book worked well, didn't it? Jungle Book went down well. Uh, for the Disney lot so they want to do Lion King and stuff but I, th- I don't th- I think I might even refuse to watch the Lion King live action version when it comes but you've done it now you've watched um, the Jungle Book you've watched so you kind of have to watch Lion King I, I, I didn't watch I didn't watch the Jungle Book Billy I didn't I thought you said you liked it 
Uh, no, people liked it. Yeah, oh, no, no, so it worked right, for them. Okay. I, nah, nah, man. Nah. 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 Take that as no then, yeah. Nah, man. Like, could you imagine if they made a Die Hard 1 again? Yeah, that's not going to be... Or Terminator again. Terminator? Power Rangers, the original series again. Are you mad? You can't do that again. You can't do another first series where they throw a punch every time they use a syllable. Hey, guys, let's go over there. You can't, no, you can't redo that, mate. Fuck that. Original Transformers again. No, the movie was slightly different, right? So I could do that. It's not like they... Nah, yeah. Whew. So I'm getting a bit emotional. Um, what I would like a remake of, though, what I could... What, I, <laughs> what I'd enjoy a remake of is a film... No, no, what, no, I'll tell you what, no, I'll take that back, forget that. What I did enjoy the remake of was Westworld, because that was actually a classic sci-fi film, right? But it's TV Very show. old, but they made it into a TV show, twisted it, remixed it, flipped it, whatever. That's cool. I would argue that's an original. I'd argue that's an original rather than a remake. Even though it's based on a film. But it's, it's a new way of showing that film. So is when a new James Bond comes out, like Daniel Craig was... That's a remake, or is that an original? What do you mean? So it's like a new Bond. Is that like a reboot? Well, it's, it's a new film, though, isn't it? Okay, so it's, it's a new story. It's a reboot, then, yeah. But they've twisted the story slightly. Okay, cool, fair enough. I'm down with you on that. Down with you on that. Um, so, what about when things come around, like Toy Story comes around for another reboot? Well, Toy Story four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, what if they just do Toy Story one again? How would that make you feel? No, you can't be doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't. Mon- yeah, Monsters Inc. Yeah, you can't be doing those again. That's how I feel about Jungle Book. I don't know why. Or if you did like The Little Mermaid again. The difference between those is The Jungle Book was an animated film. Right, okay. And now okay. it's live action. So have you seen The Jungle Book? No, I haven't seen the live action one, no. All right, cool. All right. I might give it a chance, but I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, Hollywood's remaking a lot of stuff. But anyway, let's... um. Let's move on there. I think we've called an hour. Uh, we've got another juicy episode coming up. Uh, we've just confirmed that we're going to have some more car talk as well. February is the month of cars. How to kill an hour. That's our theme this month, right? Vroom, vroom. Yeah, what he said. Nah. <laughs> Don't forget to head to howtokillanhour.com forward slash news. You can join our newsletter where you'll be one step ahead of all the ways to kill time. I've been Marcus Bronzy. And I've been producer Bill. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.